the Author to Author podcast series with award-winning author Pamela R. Haynes. Welcome to the podcast. Dalgetty Herbal Teas produce 100% natural high-quality organic teas using only the best ingredients. Available now from all major supermarkets or please visit our website at dalgetty.co. Dalgetty Herbal Teas. Hello lovely listeners, a warm welcome to the last episode of the Author to Author podcast. I am your host Pamela Ains, author of Love the Brothers and Loving the Sisters. I cannot quite believe we are at the last episode of the podcast, but I am looking forward to having it from the past. I will be promoting my books on Sunday the 4th of September and you're all invited For more information on my book launch, please follow me on my Instagram page at LovingTheAuthor. For this last episode, episode 10, I interview Nofisa Caseman, mother, life coach and author of her book, Chapter 30, Life Lessons from a Perfectly Imperfect Woman. See you on the other side. Hello there, Nofisa. Thank you so much for joining me on the Author to Author podcast. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Great stuff. So let's start then. Where in the world are you from and where are you based now? So I was born and raised in London, still here in London, but I have had an opportunity to live in a few other places. So I did do six years in Birmingham, UK. That was one for uni and then another time. I just wanted to see what it would be like to live in a different city. I've also lived in the USA for a year as well. So that was an amazing experience. But I'm back here in London. And when you were in the States, whereabouts did you live? So for the year, I lived in New Jersey. That was an amazing time in New Jersey. So describe for us what a perfect day in New Jersey would be like. So I was actually there for work. So straight after university, I did a one-year internship with Virgin Atlantic, but perfect day would have been not going to work (laughs) with our 4.30 a.m. start. And I started pole dancing out there. So I learned how to pole dance being out there. So perfect day included just being at the studio, dancing with my pole sisters and just really experiencing the best of that environment. And I really enjoyed that time. We're going to come back to the pole dancing (laughs) in a minute. Hold there, but in terms of where you live in London, north, south, born and raised in South London, and eventually I'm looking to move locations. So I'm excited about what's to come. And what's your ideal location like? Um, out of London, out of the UK, my ideal location is Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. I really do want to take some time to live out there, but next year we're gonna give it a spin. And me and my son are going to head over there for a couple of months and see how we find it. Oh, wow. I mean, that's Atlanta is certainly the place to be. I hear about over and over again. Ghana is one of them and Atlanta appears to be the other. But what attracts you to Atlanta? You know, I just feel like doing it out there. They're really just living their lives unapologetically a lot of. And also in the black community, they uh, see a lot of men and women thriving out there. And I'm just really drawn to that energy. And 
you know, I have quite a few friends. I did got, so when I first published my first book in 2019, I headed straight over there. So within a couple of weeks, I was over there and, you know, just selling my book in that environment. It was fun. People were taken to it. And I was just like, I need to be back. I need to come back. It seems to be the home of a lot of millionaires, um, a lot of business people, and obviously the home of Tyler Perry Studios as well. Also somewhere I want to be and see what's possible, you know? I just feel like in that energy, everyone who's just doing it, doing it, doing it. I just love it. I love it when I'm out there. So definitely going to head back out there. Oh, it sounds like that's going to be a fantastic experience for you and your son. Um, how, How old is he? So I have a nine-year-old, Javon, he's nine. And I love his energy, you know, because whatever I'm up for, he's like, yeah, let's try that. Let's do this as well. So yeah, he's quite adaptable and flexible. It's a very nice age group as well, isn't it, for starting yeah. over. So, you know, as, as he's not at secondary school yet, it's an ideal age. Right. Yeah. So I'm definitely I'm like intentionally taking the time to take him out of school before we hit the secondary, you know, we have to settle down or... We have to make more decisions. So I'm just like, let's do it now. Oh, fantastic. I'm excited for you. Thank you so much for gifting us a copy of your book, Chapter 30, Life Lessons from a Perfectly Imperfect Woman. Is this your first book? So that's my first book. Yes, Chapter 30. And that was written, uh, that was published in 2019, May 2019. Um, Obviously, I've dipped into the book for purposes of this an interview but I've noticed that you're also published by Conscious Dreams Publishing yeah so I found Danny when you know for me I just I was like I'm doing it I'm writing this book but I didn't have all the pieces before I started and literally when it got to okay I finished the manuscript soon I'm gonna I'm finishing it soon I'm gonna need a publisher and it was just like she just came you know it was just like and it was great it was great to have Danny on my team for publishing that first book yeah fantastic yes we interviewed Danny the last episode of season two and also Francesca Blechner her sister yeah and we met just as her book was publishing sorry about to be launched so I'm super excited for all that they're doing it's really good to see them thriving so what inspired you to write Life Lessons that book if you, so it's chapter 30. A lot of people think, oh, I'm not 30. It's not for me. But the title came for me because I was turning 30. And I don't know if you remember when you was turning 30. I don't know what energy you was in, but I was in this energy of, oh, everybody says by the time you get to 30, certain things should have been done. And I was in that energy. And then I was like, but instead of looking at what I haven't done, let me see what I have done. And I started to think about all the lessons I had learned in my 20s. And I was like, it's time to put this in a book. Instead of becoming stressed about hitting 30 and not where I want to be, actually, let's look how far I've come and what I've learned and how this can help so many other people. But let me also show them that it's it's a perfectly imperfect journey. And that's and that yeah. and then it just came, it came together. It really did come together pretty easily. But I was just like, I'm turning 30. Let me do something that I've always wanted to do to mark this chapter, this new chapter. Yeah, so um, the book is split into life lessons, 30 life lessons, and also, I'm just looking to remind myself, (laughs) split into five parts as well. So tell us what the book is about without giving away too much, because we want people to go out and buy the book. Definitely. So for me, again, it was sharing my 
most powerful lessons in so you know the first like how do we say it's split into five parts and those parts are starting in starting a business you know womanhood motherhood because these are some of the most powerful lessons I've learned in my life and but what the book really takes you through is how I kind of lost who I was and the lessons that I learned and the steps that I took to regain my confidence, to really find myself and become this woman who I am and then, and then even more. So that is the essence of the book. But for me, sharing the, the building blocks as well, you know, learning to speak your truth, really trusting your intuition. These are some of the lessons that whether you're 25, 45, they really help you to, to move forward in your life in a powerful way. And that's what I wanted to share. I really wanted other people to, to, to really hear what I've learned and apply it to their own life. And that's why I have journal exercises after every chapter, because I don't just want people to read it. I want them to actually start doing their work because it's life-changing, life-changing. Well, that's, that's what I was going to mention next, because it wasn't just a collection of stories you know, over 30 chapters which is very similar to Kevin Hart's book. I see that you yeah. mentioned that um, as well. He was one of your inspirations. Yeah. But you also do have the journaling bit at the back where the reader can then also write down what their own thoughts are with prompted yeah. questions. And yeah. that sets it apart from it just being a memoir, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think it's really important. And I feel like, so my second book also has that as well. And I feel like probably all the books I write will have that because... I feel like what I do is I teach what I learn, but I also want you to learn and then apply it to your life straight away. So I think that's definitely going to be something I apply to all of my books. You mentioned a second book. What's that called and what I is that did. about? So I have a second book, which I'm super excited about. So this one's just launched. So March 31st, when came out in 22. And it's basically called The Gift and Goodbye, Seven Powerful Steps Letting Go of Your Ex. So this was very a very personal book because I had a breakup last year and I wanted to help others as I helped myself. And going through that breakup and learning how to actually heal and let go in a healthy way. And instead of becoming bitter after that breakup, becoming better. That's the essence of that book. So I share seven powerful steps that I took to heal, let go, forgive my ex and how other women can do that too and really start to enjoy their life again you know so I love it sorry about that someone has just come in um but they know I'm recording now <laughs> so um is that book here is it has it been published can people get yes, hold of it so that is published so they're both now out on available on my website as well so yeah okay we'll cover your, all your contact details in a minute but do you have one of the books nearby and would you like to read a bit of your book I would indeed I always keep them nearby when I'm doing interviews so the gifting goodbye seven powerful steps letting go of your ex and I'm just going to share the, the seven steps so the first one is grief and you know for sometimes we go through breakups and we just we just it's like we can't shed tears, you know, just get on with it, get on with it, move on, forget about it. And that's what I've actually been told in the past. So I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I need to learn how to process my emotions. So that is helping other women actually recognize that it's okay to feel. And then the second step is reflect. The third is disengage. The fourth is 
what can you, what did you learn? You know, I feel like when we learn the lessons, we can actually move forward in such a healthy way. And then the last step to do with the other person and yourself is forgive. And once it comes to step six and seven, it's no longer about your ex, it's about you and it's about evolving. And then the last step is about your upgrade. You know, after you're, you've had a relationship, it's about what you're going to do for yourself to, to level up, to upgrade your life, to let go of the old and bring in the new. So I absolutely love it. So I'm going to just share something from the last chapter about upgrading. So what I will share with you is treat yourself how you desire to be treated. You know, so many times we're waiting, like I can't, we say things like, I can't wait to get a partner so he can take me here and there. It's like, treat yourself how you desire to be treated first and foremost. Buy yourself flowers, run yourself a candlelit bath, cook a gourmet meal for one or take yourself to the movies. How do you desire to be treated? Will you treat yourself in this way first? And that that's just really a call for women everywhere. Like, will you do that for yourself first? And watch what happens when you start to actually say, I love me first and foremost. I'm going to do what I want others to do for me. And it changes the game. Wow, that's quite powerful stuff. And I'm a bit of a reflector, so I need to think on some of those points that you raised as well. But yeah. outside of the books or alongside the books, what do you do as a day job or a business to promote your to promote your books? Right. So um, so I always say I'm an author, I'm a self-confidence coach, I'm an energy healer. And when I say energy healing, that's a certified theta healing practitioner. And so what we do there is we help individuals change their limiting beliefs into empowering beliefs through the energy of the creator, God, or depending on what a person will call that higher energy. And so that's what I do in my business right now. I also do work full time. So we're doing it all. <laughs> we are doing it all right now. So I also do work full time for the Harris Federation. So first of all, tell us what your business is called and tell you, tell us who, who is your business aimed at? Yeah. So I honestly, at this present moment, I am a coach and I just literally, my business is me. I'm my brand and I'm a sole trader, caseman. And what I do is I help women to break free from their from low self-esteem and really reinvent themselves as confident, powerful women by helping them to change their beliefs, let go of their the self-image that no longer serves them and help them create one that does. So is that on a one-to-one in a group? Yeah, so I do I do quite a few things. So we work one-to-one. One-to-one is my main concept of how I work with women at this present moment. And on top of that, I am invited to speak at events. I do workshops. I host my own workshops. And we've got some exciting new projects coming up, which includes a healing show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tell us more. Can you tell us more? I'm so excited about this. So the first three episodes are going to be dedicated to helping single mothers to heal and let go of the pain that's passed between themselves and their children's father. And this is called Help Me Heal the show so it's all about me working one-on-one with three to five women and I'll be helping them to actually do the work you know live so it's quite nerve-wracking for some of the participants that we already have you know I've heard I'm nervous I'm scared but I'm really ready for a change so I'm really looking forward to working with these women and just also showing other people what's possible when you take the action steps to to actually heal you know because nobody really teaches us this stuff do they 
when I, so my son's almost nine now, but at one, I separated from his father and, you know, loads of people just said, just get over it, just move on. It's like, how? <laughs> I need to know how because I'm hurting so much and I had to go figure it out. And now I don't want other people to be 10 years deep and they have so much resentment and pain, you know, that's why I write the book. That's why I'm doing the healing show. I want other people to see that when you manage your mind and you learn how to heal, you can have such a different experience and really, really, really have that inner peace. And it's beautiful. Yes, because some people become stuck, don't they? So they're like in the same groove on a record and they can't seem to move on. You know, I met a woman who said to me that her ex-husband stopped her from becoming a nurse. And I said, well, in what way? You know, what kind of period are you talking about? And she said, oh, 25 years ago. And I'm thinking 25 years ago. But he cannot be responsible for keeping you in that the same state for 25 years. That's not, you haven't done the work. And, and as you said, people don't know what to do um, in exactly. terms of how to move on. Exactly. That's why we need we need to be out there sharing our stories, letting people know what's possible. Because that's scary because 25 years and, and it's just so, it's, it's simple when you get into it and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I had known this earlier because I really would have been set free so much earlier. You know, 25 years blaming somebody else. No, that's hard. That's tough. Congratulations to you for helping us to do the work and for getting yourself out there and making yourself vulnerable as well by sharing your story because it's it's not always easy to tell. Um, people are quite easy. private, but mm. you are quite open about your experiences and in, in in your openness, you were able to help other women as well and free them also. Yeah, I think you know I've once heard what's personal is universal, so I just know that. What I'm going through, there are so many other women going through it or something similar. So a lot of the times we have this story running that, you know, my my situation's different. No one understands. I'm like, <laughs> I've been there or somebody I know and coach has been there. So trust me, we can help you. Excellent. So tell us, you've got your own business. You're doing yes. a nine to five. Yes. You're writing books. You're raising yes. your son. What do you do outside of that that's just for you? Oh, I dance. I dance in heels and I love it so much. I love it so much. So I know when you're on my page, you're like, wow, she's doing so much. But for me personally, I love to dance and I'm going to take you to a class one day. <laughs> you're on. If I can, if I can get up on the pole, I will try. I will try. Not even a pole dance class, just dancing in heels, just dancing in heels. And we do choreography and, it, and for that 90 minutes to two hours, you just you let go of everything and you just have fun. And that's what I truly love to do. So who introduced a nice girl like you to pole dancing? What does that mean? (laughs) I'll be honest with you. From the age of 16, I wanted to pole dance. It was just, I knew that there was this inner diva that wanted to be set free. And I was just like, I need to to learn how to pole dance. It just, to me, I saw sexy I saw fitness I just saw empowerment and so but I'll be honest with you and I know so other, so many other women have been in this place where they've wanted to do something but fear of what other people think of them has stopped them and that, that did for six years I didn't actually take my first class until the age of 22 when I moved to the USA and my mom was actually like are you going to go for this desire or not and so I graduated and then as soon as I went back I was like 
I need to find a class. And I found one up the top of my road. I think once you make a decision, everything's just so easy. I found one at the top of my block and it was the best experience ever. But it was just a desire that I had. And once I got on the pole, you know, my confidence quickly grew. I was just loving my body. I was just so much more just powerful. It was it was a crazy experience. Yes, um, and uh, you know, there was no, uh, I hope no offence was taken. It's just that there are connotations attached to being on the pole, as they say. But I do know that it requires, you know, it builds up your muscles. It, you know, it tones your arms, the upper body strength that you need to be able to pull yourself up. I know that it takes discipline and get your core strength and so on. And a lot of people are now using that as a way to um, keep fit as well. Yeah. And so I then once I really started to get the confidence, I was like, I need to again, I need to go and show other people what's possible. So I got my qualification to teach it. And I started running classes when I was living in Birmingham then brought it to London. And just so many women have messaged me, you know, since your pole class, I've just been more confident. I wear heels and just so many changes. And just by coming to a class, it's opened the women up to be like, I don't need to hide as much as I was. So I love that. I actually no longer teach it. That chapter of my life has now come to an end, but it was so good. It was a good 10 year stint and I really, really enjoyed it. Well, thanks for sharing that um, with us and especially for your love of heels as well. I had pandemic feet, you know, that because I was wearing flip flops most of the time, but you encouraged me to um, get back I into my it. heels. So thank you. Thank you for that as well. You truly are inspirational. So is there anything inspirational quotes or affirmation? I know you've got quite a few in your book, but one that you can share with us off the top of your head. Uh, affirmation. Well, I'm starting to use, I'm starting to use this affirmation where I look in the mirror and I say, this is what a insert quote. So this is what a wealthy woman looks like. This is what a confident woman looks like. Instead of looking at other women and saying, oh, she's confident, look in the mirror and start to say, this is what, whatever it is you want to be. So I'm going with, this is what a successful business owner looks like. This is what a six-figure business owner looks like, because that's my next goal, is six figures. So I'm now starting to look in the mirror and say, she's not out there, she's me. Definitely encourage other women to do that as well. You know, if you if you want to be confident, start looking in the mirror and saying, this is what a confident woman looks like. She looks like me. It's me. Fantastic. Fantastic. Do you have any other books in the pipeline, do you think? So I have number one, I'm writing a book right now, which since I've written two books, there's so many other women and men coming to me saying, I want to write a book. How to write a book? So I actually have started to write a book called Start Your Book Today. You have a story. The world is ready to hear. So it's helping other people with my five steps to start their own book right now. And then I have another one, which will be sharing the seven habits of self-confident women. So are these books coming online shortly? What what stage of writing are these books at? Both of them are due for 2022. For this year? Yeah, I'm I'm on a roll. (laughs) Oh, wow. Congratulations with those. When are we likely to see them? So the Start Your Book Today, which will just be an ebook and a workbook, that will be out in August and then the other one will be out December the 31st or January the 1st I haven't created a deadline but it's either the last day of the month 
birthday of the new year. Well, if it's the first day of the new year, it will go down as a 2023 book. Well, 2023 is good too. It means that you have a whole year to promote it as well. Put the book down for awards or, you know, forward for awards and accolades because, you know, that's what we need now in terms of moving forward. Our books are worthy of awards. Yes, I love that. I love that. Have you had any awards for your book? Yeah, I've got two. The first one was a Powerhouse Global Award Author of the Year. And the second one was a Black Excellence Award for um, Author of Colour. And um, the podcast has been nominated for four awards. And I was a a Black Award Best Writer nominated and shortlisted, but I didn't win. But it's okay. I'm okay with that. How has your book been received by your friends and family? really good both of them you know definitely the first one and with anybody you know your first book you're always a bit nervous to share it and especially when you're sharing like personal information um you know there were times when I was writing on the journey I was like I'm being so honest and real and raw what are people going to think and it held me back I have a message to share so I'm super happy my mum read the whole book which was a bit awkward for me in the beginning, but she was like, loved it. It was funny. And, you know, even though I'm sharing things about my life and my home life and lots of women have messaged me and that is definitely a way that women come to me to coach because they're like, I've read your book. I, I, I want you to help me. Like, I feel like you understand me and what I'm going through. Can you help me? And of course. Yeah, I mean, you have some beautiful reviews at the front of the book as well from people who have taken up your services. And they sell the book, don't they? In terms of the yeah. experience that they had with you, it's been absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's super powerful. And so I'm just, I'm glad for everybody who shares reviews, everybody who reaches out and shares, you know, how I've supported them because it shows them other people can start to see themselves and like, okay, they help that person. She can help me as well. Is that you on the cover of the book? It is. Oh, wow. I'm just seeing <laughs> that for the first time. Okay, with the long hair and- the high heels are in there as well. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's funny a stunning because, cover. Oh, thank you so much. And we literally took that photo on a lunch break and we just went in and it was like, we've got to get this, we've got to get a new photo. Because if I'm honest with you, that was the third cover. That was the third attempt. I used three different designers. So guys, just to let you know, you know, the first time doesn't always work out. You've got to try again. Three different designers. And the first two just didn't work. It just, I just knew I needed something different. So that was the million dollar shot. Yes, yes. And that's another thing we have in common because I had three designers look at my design, my cover as well. The first two, it didn't just, it didn't feel right. Um, You you know what you want. You feel it. You know what your people want as well. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Can't believe we've touched the surface really of our discussion today. Promise me you'll come back when the other two books are released and um, perhaps we can dive a bit bit deeper into the books. But for now, thank you very much for coming on the Author to Author podcast. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And please keep showing up because I'm loving everything you're doing. Many thanks. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode. I thoroughly enjoyed chatting to Nofisa, but it's competition time now. During the interview, Nofisa mentioned wanting to move away to the United States, but whereabouts did she want to emigrate to? 
Taking part in the competitions couldn't be easier. Simply contact me on Instagram at lovingtheauthor and leave the correct answer there. The competition closes on Friday, but you have to be in it to win it. So good luck. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank the team at Dogetti Herbal Teas, Mark, Keeve, Claire and Otto. Special thanks to my producer, Nigel. It has been a pleasure working with you and I wish you all the best with your future endeavours. Special thanks to my podcast guests, my sons, Fabian, Montel and Patrice, my guest authors, Angie Lamar, Marcia Morgan, Naz Mimek, Shelley Twin, Barty Dahl, Leah Bailey, Claudia Crawley, Charlene Brown, Winsome Duncan and Officer Caseman. Thank you to the station managers, Lady Munya at Pam Tango Radio, Marky Mark at UK246.com and Ian at East London Radio. And to you, my lovely listeners, you could have been doing many things with your time, but you chose to spend time listening to me and I'm very grateful. We'll be back in October. So until then, be safe and bye for now. Please join Pamela R. Haynes for another Author to Author podcast coming soon.